Hey guys, um, I'm doing a podcast tonight. I said I was going to do it tomorrow, but I'm doing a podcast tonight. Here's my microphone, and I'm doing it live, which I'm very (laughs) very nervous to do, but I couldn't sleep, so I'm going to talk about my car, which is what I almost always talk about on my podcast, Um, but I am going to touch on a few things tonight just really quick. These are the masks I made. I'm not touching them directly because I already have them sanitized but here are the masks that I made so far if y'all can see those yep aren't they pretty yep okay well they're gonna get hung on the microphone stand because I don't want to walk away I don't want y'all to see what's behind me in my bedroom anyway so uh if there's highway noise I apologize Uh, But the next thing I'm going to get into is, because I haven't washed this yet, and it's going to get made into masks as well as video game masks. Woo! I just want to say really quickly, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the nurses and all of the healthcare providers, uh, the people at Walmart, uh, everyone who is an essential worker in the McAllister area. Thank you guys for being able to still deliver products to us, get us our needs, get us our meds. Um, and get prepared for a possible influx of patients at the hospital. Tomorrow night, there will be a, a time of prayer at the hospital on the um, main entrance side. Do not block the emergency room exit, but the, at 8.30 tomorrow night, that will be at the hospital. Everyone go in their cars, and they will, uh, no one get out of their cars, anything like that. We're going to sit in our cars, we're going to pray, we're going to worship. Uh, so... Next up, and if I get super nervous, I am absolutely going to cut this live feed because I am just, yeah, I'm nervous. Anyway, so uh, on to the next thing. Okay. All right. Here we are. (laughs) Um, So I told you guys on the podcast a few nights ago that I would give you an update on things with my car and things like that. So... Uh, the update right now is um, I found another hose that needs to be replaced, and it's for the exhaust. And then if you listen to my other podcasts, you know that I'm really bad with remembering like technical terms on a vehicle. But something to do with, it's this little valve that popped out. Oh, sorry. It's a little valve that popped out next to where you pour your oil into. It had popped out uh next to it and I don't know how long it had been like that so I put that back in and I went to do a fluid check and Friday when I got home from work my last day of work before hunkering down uh for you know staying at home like we're supposed to do folks um my fluids and everything were fine in the vehicle everything was going great uh beyond what i discussed previously which is i need to replace my power steering pump and as i discussed in the past my i'm going to do my radiator and my water pump at the same time and uh let's see what else there was a few other things just like while you're in there and while you have your serpentine belt off your car um I'm going to knock those things out because the less I have to take it off, the more I can get done in that area. That's what I do in my car. I work in sequences. So if it 
if there's more than one thing in that section, while I'm there, I'm gonna fix it, I'm gonna replace it. That way I don't have to mess with it again for a hopefully long, long, long while. Um, with my Mustang, if you haven't heard from previous podcasts, I got this Mustang back in September and it's kind of been a snowballing effect of what's gonna go wrong next on it. But mind you, it's a 2003 Ford Mustang, it's a V6, it um it has some miles on it and thankfully everything that major that we've had to replace so far is things that probably haven't been replaced since the car was bought so that's good that's good um and then there's just some routine maintenance that you have on your car with spring coming up you want to make sure your ac is good to go you want to check your o2 o2 sensor i really hope that's the right word for it um Recheck the air in your tires. Not that we're going anywhere anytime soon, but still it's good if you can still get out and drive and not communicate with other people right now. Uh, do that. You know, check on your check your car, give it a good wash, clean it out. Uh, make sure anything electrical that looks questionable to you gets replaced before it gets too, too hot and it's a nightmare in the summer. I really don't like to work on my car in the summer at all. Uh, I have a compromised immune system. Heat fatigues me greatly. So spring is kind of my prime time to, yes, I'm getting fatigued, but it is also the best time for me to work on my car. So today though, uh, I did an engine bay cleaning similar to what Chris fixed uh, did on his channel. And I started with dry brushing the engine bay area down along with the underside of the hood and I posted pictures on my Facebook and my Instagram on Instagram you can find me at jfleeman08 and I just took a paintbrush a clean paintbrush that this is specifically the only thing I have this paintbrush for is to dry dust things around my car uh, I don't use it for painting I don't use it for anything wet uh, just, uh, anything that can be dry dusted off, I use the paintbrush for. And, you know, if you're like, oh, well, you're wanting to get into car detailing, a paintbrush, just a plain Jane paintbrush from a hardware store, it works wonders. Just a paintbrush and Q-tips is great detailing tools, uh, to get slowly into it because some people... You know, they're like, oh, yes, I can do that myself. I'm going to love doing that. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I need someone else to pay. I, I want to pay someone else to do this. I do not want to do this myself. I do not feel capable. So those are like some of the best places to start. So today I'll break down how I did an engine bay cleanup on my car. Uh, I started with the hood first and I didn't have a, a water hose or like a Thing, attachment to put on a water hose to get like a higher water pressure so all I did was I took uh, water in a spray bottle with a little bit of cleaning solution I think it was like Lysol or something and I just sprayed down like nothing too super corrosive I just sprayed down the underside of the hood and I wiped it off as much as possible and my final detailing on that I'll circle back around to at the near the end of this um, after the dry brushing, I did the underside of the hood, and then I, uh, 
I gotta think. I gotta rewind for a second. <laughs> and then I took wipes and the spray bottle and a microfiber towel and I sprayed down anything that I felt was safe enough to wipe down and not caught. Like, I didn't saturate anything in water, guys, because that's really dangerous on your car. And just to rewind just a little bit more, I did take my battery out of the vehicle, like out of its little area before I started the detailing process on my engine bay. So I cleaned my wires, the hoses, um, anything that I felt comfortable spraying with water. I did anything that I didn't feel comfortable with. I just used a dry microfiber towel or I used my, my paintbrush that I was talking about and I just kind of dusted it and wiped it out of the way and then wiped it down with the microfiber towel. Um, for me, uh, I really, the reason I like working on my car is because of my dad. He ran an auto shop uh, here in McAllister for the longest time. And so just being around vehicles and getting to learn how to work on vehicles has helped save me a lot of money. Um, I've never, like I've always either traded or paid outright for a vehicle. I've never had a car payment. And hopefully I can pass that strong belief on to other generations to not just, you know, avoid a car payment but to get yourself acquainted with your car so you slowly learn exactly what's going on with your car at all times because when you do you won't get cheated at a dealership you won't get cheated at an auto shop um or anything like that in past videos or past videos past podcasts yeah um i i've discussed you know get quotes compare them and make sure you're going to go to the person that's going to do the best job for the be for the best amount of money cuz there are some things that absolutely do require a certain amount spent on them so for me i can't believe i have to say this word again i thought i was never going to have to say this word again uh i replaced an alternator in my car a few uh last month and my dad was able to find one at a scrapyard, but we were looking at like an almost $200 part, guys. That's not including the labor, which thankfully on an alternator for a Ford Mustang or a Chevy or a Honda, I don't know about Honda, probably a Honda. Um, <laughs> the, like, the labor part is not that bad. It is just the price of the part itself. And on alternators, you want to be able to find them from a scrapyard if you can to save you a little bit of money. But if it is a car that you do plan to have for a super long amount of time, just go ahead, buy it brand new. Um, it'll last you probably the rest of the time you own the car. Uh, so back to cleaning and stuff. Uh, so, you know, I get the wires wiped down. I'm getting things dusted and cleaned. And I notice... Like, I worked on, like, the right half of the engine bay first that the battery sat on. Got that all wiped down with cleaning cloths. Um, you can use, like, Santa cloth or I don't suggest Clorox wipes. Um, but there's these wet wipes that are in the auto detailing section. And it's, like, black and yellow. I just forgot the name of it. I'm sorry. I'll comment it later. So wiped everything down with those wipes and then I went back and I did a dry wipe with a fresh microfiber towel because the microfiber that you used if you did just use soapy water and and a wash and a microfiber cloth ugh, words 
I'm not used to being on camera, obviously. Um, so if you use the spray bottle and the microfiber, it's going to pull up a lot of dirt, but you don't want to go back and dry things off with that because it's just going to rub that dirt back into the surfaces. Um, one of the major things about cleaning your engine bay is you get that oil and that grime off of the block and you get it off of the hoses and the wires and that helps to slow down corrosion, uh, dirt getting into places it shouldn't be. Um, and when you get that, that oil and that grime out of your engine bay, it keeps your engine from getting hotter or overheating. And so this next part is going to be very vital if you do decide to clean your engine bay. Um, again, Chris Fix does a full video over it. I'm just kind of doing a tertiary follow-up. Um, so I get everything cleaned, and then I get all the hoses and everything. I find out that there's a hose on my exhaust that needs to be changed out. Um, I find out I have no power steering fluid. I find out my coolant is like down to the bare minimum, and my oil is okay, but it could use a little bit more but we're just now I have to figure out why I'm losing those fluids on the power steering pump it's pretty obvious the power steering pump is going out so it's probably just eating it up which is not good or it's not moving it I should say um, I know that if I'm sitting in park it's really hard to move my steering wheel that's kind of the first sign for you guys to know that your power steering pump is going out because you, until you actually get going down the highway, your steering wheel is very stiff and there's like this really high-pitched kind of groaning noise. Uh, probably like my voice. I'm kidding. No, I know. You, hopefully you guys love me. I don't know. So, <laughs> so with your power steering pump, those are the kinds of things that you're going to come into contact with. Another few things that will tell you if you need a power steering pump or even a rack and pinion is if you look at your power steering pump fluid and it's red and clear, it might just be a little low. And I keep hitting my brand new microphone. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Anyway, so yes, I do apologize to inanimate objects. So, and I say so a lot. And I'm gonna keep saying it. Ugh, this is awful. <laughs> anyway, so, Oh, yeah, power steering fl pump fluid needs to be red and pretty much clear. If it's, if it's a brownish color, it needs to be changed immediately. If it looks kind of metallic, like there's almost metal shavings in it, you probably have a rack and pinion going out. And so not only do you need a new rack and pinion, which is about $235, you're also going to need your power steering pump replaced with new power steering fluid and a gasket kit to go with that power steering pump. Ah! So if all of that gets replaced, you're looking at a $400 replacement, if not more. I didn't even include the labor. That's just the parts on your vehicle. So if you're cleaning your car regularly and you're checking your fluids regularly, you can catch these errors before it turns into a huge problem like that. Um, one of the things that I also discovered was I have corrosion around the hose that goes from the water pump to the radiator. 
So again, that's why I'm replacing my radiator and my water pump at the same time. And hello to everyone. It says one person's watching. I don't know how many people are actually watching, but thank you everyone who is watching or has watched for a little bit so far. Thank you. This is going to be on a podcast later. It's going to be great. Uh, also, if you're turning in, I hope you're tuning in from home and you are not leaving your house because you need to stay home. So healthcare workers, this is a super rant that's going way off track for a second. Uh, stay home because our healthcare is about to be way overloaded. That is the mom coming out in me right now. I'm lecturing you guys. But everyone who's watching this, I am sure you're at home and you're doing healthcare a favor right now by staying there. Okay, anyway, back to where I was. Yeah, so, I've got to stop hitting this. I'm going to hit it a billion times, guys. It's going to happen. So, oh, thank goodness, I am recording on my laptop, too. I was about to say, do I have to start all over? No, I don't. Uh, I have about 20 minutes left. I try to make my podcasts about 45 minutes long or so. Not too long, not too overbearing or anything. It's fine. So, power steering pump. Check your fluids. Make sure they're at the right levels. If they're a little low, top them off. Um, back to cleaning my engine. Yeah, I cleaned a lot of grime out from around the engine block. I also cleaned out. <laughs> Since I've gotten this vehicle, I have taken a, li a little bit at a time to clean the engine bay because... I found a rat's nest when I first got it up under the hood and in the rat's nest there was a t-shirt that they had dragged up in there. I kid you not. Ugh. Gross. And then as I was cleaning this engine block out there was just tons and tons and tons of acorns sitting on top next to the throttle body. It was awful. It was so bad. Hey Jay! It was so awful. Um, I just couldn't believe my cat is trying to get in here right now and she's making a lot of noise. It's fine. Um, so yeah, I'm like handfuls of acorns just sitting on top of my engine block. I was just like, oh, yay, I'm getting all this mess out. So that is why it's important uh, to get your engine block clean routinely. You might find little surprises like that. Sometimes they even try to store their acorns like um, where your air intake is, pull that all the way out. I did that on, like when you're staring at your car on the left-hand side, my, that's where my air intake was. And I pulled it out and there was just acorns every, <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, this car hasn't sat under a tree yet. So yeah, it was from when it had been previously owned. And so I cleaned that out. Uh, took further stock of my air filter. It didn't need to be replaced. I just replaced it a few months ago. Um, and then what else? What else? Okay, so I got everything wiped down. The other thing is if you drop a microfiber towel on the ground or in the gravel or anything, do not pick it up and keep on using it on your car. I don't care if it's the engine bay or your paint, don't do it. You put it in the dirty pile and you grab a fresh one. Uh, you don't want to scratch anything. You don't want to smear anything or anything like that. Uh, Jay, what is a pop filter? 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm like, ooh, people are talking now. <laughs> oh, say hello to my new microphone. Hello. Isn't it beautiful? I love it so much. It's not my laptop mic anymore, guys. Oh, yeah, that's a Christmas tree back there, by the way. Yes. Look at that Christmas tree. Ain't it pretty? Oh, it's so pretty. It's cute. I love having a Christmas tree in my room. It's great. So, yes, my new microphone came in the other day. It's blue. Yes. Look at it. Mwah! Kiss it. Love it. It's wonderful. Yes. Merry Christmas. Hey, aren't we having like a quarantine Halloween in a few days? I'm so excited for that. Who's dressing up? This chick. Okay, so back to what we were talking about. Uh, the importance of cleaning out your engine bay helps uh, get oil and grime off of the block. Uh, helps you find out if there's any broken wires. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I didn't do this while I was working, while I was cleaning the car, but I will probably do it tomorrow or within the next week. I once again forgot to change out the battery terminals for my brand new beautiful battery. It still has the old junky looking terminals that's going to get replaced very soon here in the next week um yeah so next step was after cleaning everything always get a fresh microfiber cloth if you drop it um i started to do the funner part of cleaning your engine bay which was i took uh, back to black magic plastic uh, exterior plastic restorer by mothers and you want to look for one that is silicone slash water based you do not want to put anything oil based on the hoses or in, on any of the plastic uh, coverings under your hood and I know Jay knows why <laughs> I even heard some people they're like oh just shine it up with some WD-40 do not do that do not do that ever because that collects dust and that collects grime and that's going to heat up your engine. So please, for the love of everything, do not put WD-40 on anything other than like a screw or something to get it loose, okay? Like that's all that's meant for. It is not a cleaner for any part of your vehicle under the hood of the vehicle or anywhere else. Yeah, so, and while I went along cleaning, I made sure to avoid the serpentine belt because I didn't want to cause any slippage once I do actually turn my car on whenever that will be again and then the next thing was I like I said you know I have the back to black mother's rest restoration stiff comes in like a rectangular like bottle and I applied it with uh, detailing brushes and let me go get them I'm sorry I'm pausing you guys for a second I don't know how to pause just don't forget about me Almost fell. Yeah, so this is a detailing brush. Isn't it lovely? Beautiful. Mwah. Mwah. So I bought a set of six on Amazon and I used three for the interior and three for the exterior. The three larger ones go to the outside, the three smaller ones go for the inside of the vehicle to get down in those little crevices that 
drive us crazy. Wait, what brand of what, Jay? I forgot. <laughs> oh, uh, if you're asking for the brand of of uh, Plastic Restore, it was the uh, Mother's Plastic Restore. Uh, I ran and I got scared. Now I'm still super nervous about being on here. It's hilarious. Okay, so this is a detail brush I used to apply the Plastic Restore. And I applied it, I let it set for a little bit, and then I wiped it off with a fresh microfiber towel. And I did that to the whole engine bay. I, well, haha, <laughs> rephrase, I have the hiccups now, that's cool. I did it to all of the plastic and rubber hoses. I used silicone slash water-based because you don't want anything oil-based on those parts of your vehicle. And then, 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 what was the last few things I did? Oh, yeah. I remember now, guys. It was, I added, uh, okay, so rewind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the part that goes to the throttle body, I took that all the way off so I could get to other parts of the engine and wipe down thoroughly and get it clean and everything. Um, the... I kept the air intake. Uh, the intake I kept out of the car and I washed it and I detailed it and then I put it back on the vehicle and hooked it back up properly. Um, and I made sure that there were no loose spark plugs, no loose cords, uh, no loose wires, anything like that. Made sure all that was tightened and set to go. That was one of my next to last steps as far as putting my vehicle back together, which it didn't take a lot to do. You know, you take the air intake off, you take... You take the battery out, you're ready to clean your car, and then when you're done cleaning the engine bay, you put those puppies back in exactly just in reverse of how you took them out. Uh, see, yeah, so I got those in, and then I did, I took spray wax. I used Meguiar spray wax, which it smells like cinnamon or big red, which I was just like, hey, my car's name is Ruby Janet Shelby Jackson the Red. She's getting, she's gonna smell like Big Red. It's awesome chewing gum flavor. No, it just hurts my tongue. I agree, Cupcake. I don't like Big Red. It, it hurts, it hurts to chew that gum. Anyway, so, uh, there it is. What else? I'm super nervous, guys. Yeah, so, did the spray wax, and then I did the, I wiped everything down one last time with the microfiber, made sure everything was reconnected, made a note of the fluids I needed to change, or refill, or whatever, and I have my full list of what I'm going to go and get from the shop. I said on the podcast the other night that I was going to do all of that stuff this week, but with everything that's gone on and everything that's happened uh, a few days ago, I had a really bad migraine, and then I ha like that got followed immediately with a flare. It was so painful, and and very like I I can't even describe it. And that's not what I really want to talk about on this podcast, just because um, I just uh, yeah, that's I don't. 
I'm not too thrilled to talk about my health, but, um, so yeah, I had a flare, I had a migraine, it set things back, but I have also been making masks for, uh, people for the hospital very, very slowly. I'm getting faster every day though, because I hadn't touched a sewing machine in like four years. And so it took me a whole day to screw up a whole, whole lot just to get, just to get reacquainted with my sewing machine, that was fantastic. Uh, and awful at the same time, because I'm not a seamstress. I would burn stuff because it's cathartic, and it's like I'm burning the flesh of pine. Anyway, super nerdy, and I have hiccups for some odd reason, and I apologize deeply because the whole day I didn't have hiccups. It's because I'm talking so fast and I'm nervous because I usually only do a podcast with a microphone and no camera. So this is the brush one last time. Look at it. It's beautiful. Look at it. You can get them on Amazon. I got six of these for like six bucks. They're awesome. I can't say enough about them. I'm going to get more because I can think of so many other things that I can use for them around the house, especially when cleaning, when deep cleaning. Yes. All right. So <sighs> yeah, got that done with my car. I've got my list. I know I told you guys I would have more d work done on my car, but that was not exactly a lie. I just have a better list of what I need to go to the auto store later. Uh, well, I don't get to go. I'm stuck inside. Someone else gets to go acquire those parts for me, and then I will put them on my vehicle. It's going to be great. Um... I'm not cabin feverish at all. Okay, so what is up next on the agenda? This podcast might have a little bit of dead air time. I apologize right here now. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, but what is on the list, if you're watching this, uh, radiator, water pump, the gasket kits for those things, uh, power steering pump, uh, do, 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 do. The, the hose to the exhaust and I forgot the name of the other word but it's a little valve that almost looks like a spark plug but it goes oh I hit it again I'm so sorry it goes right next to where you put the oil in the engine on a Ford Mustang I don't know if it's the same on any other car because I can't remember off the top of my head because it's like one in the morning so uh yeah that's kind of all I'm going to talk about car-wise for now. Again, get you some of these brushes. They're amazing. Super handy. Um, let's see. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is some of the fabric I got to make masks for the hospital. It's got video game controllers on it. And don't worry, I have not washed it to iron it, sanitize it, and sew it yet. So I can touch it now. Anyway, um, these I cannot touch because they are already made, but here they are. Look at them. I did a tie one, and then I did one that's got like, and then the rest are just elastic. Aren't they pretty? Yeah, they're going to hang back on my microphone stand because they're sanitized and I don't want anyone to get at them. Although, uh, I might have to move them because cupcake likes to chew on things so I will move it to a higher place after I'm done with this video uh let's see what is 
next. Okay. All right. So, coronavirus has spread even more exponentially through Oklahoma. This is serious talk now, y'all. Um, coronavirus has spread more rapidly in the last few days. We're seeing like over a hundred new patients a day at this point. Uh, maybe a little less, but we're going to see a rise for a little bit and then it's going to start to hopefully, hopefully, hopefully drop again as long as we adhere to the guidelines of staying home, staying inside and, and social distancing. That is the best thing we can do for our healthcare workers right now, guys. Just please, 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 I cannot stress this enough from someone who is immune compromised. Please stay home. Please do not put this extra stress on our healthcare because as I said in the last podcast, they are already short on resources. They are already short on supplies. Um, months ago is when the government should have told uh, suppliers to start over, to start. I can talk tonight, y'all. No, I can't. Yes, I can. All right, so production should have been increased of medical supplies two months ago. The Defense Production Act should have been enforced two months ago. It wasn't, but this is where we are. We have to make do, and the best way to make do is to not get out, do not socialize unless you absolutely have to. Get to the store, get your stuff, get back home. Just try to sanitize, wear a glove, wear a mask, uh, what I do, because I have a reusable, re-wa- uh, reusable washable mask. I wash it, I put in my PM uh, 2.5 filters, I put that on, I have a new pair of gloves every time I, I get out of my vehicle to put on to go into a store. When I get out uh, from, the, from the store back into my car, I have a Ziploc bag that I also carry my phone in. And I keep a couple of those in my car to put my phone in before I go into a store. When I get out of the store, I take a sanitized wipe. <laughs> I wipe down the ice outside of the bag and I dump my phone onto onto the car seat next to me. And then I put I, I pull my gloves off with the sanitizer wipe and I stick it in the Ziploc bag and then I find some place to throw it away or I put it in a Walmart bag to tie up to throw away at home. Like, that may be overkill, but I don't think so. And I also keep a Ziploc bag for my mask once I get back to my car and I know that I'm going home. Um, I tried, I tr- before this got as serious as it is, I tried to go to only one place after work a day. And the moment I got out to my car, the mask came off, the gloves came off. I stuck them in a plastic Ziploc bag. I filled that Ziploc bag with sanitary solution that my mask was in, and I let it soak, and then I dump it out and wash it as usual. Um, I hope that made sense because I didn't think about this. I didn't walk that through you directly, but I hope it made sense enough for you to make your own route of how you would do that. Um, let's see. Honestly, I tried to stay off of Facebook the last few days as far as the coronavirus because if you don't know this about me I have a degree in history I studied the bubonic plague uh, Justinian plague all, all the way up to the most recent bubonic plague um, and the cycle is repetitive with every single pandemic 
that has gone on in recorded history. People at the top, the upper class, the 1% of the 1% are taken care of first, and then the rest of us are left to deal in a panic. So, um, with that in mind, what the other thing I do wisdom, this isn't wisdom, I think it, to me it's just common sense is um, when this pandemic is over, just um, if you are able, I will not judge you if you cannot do this, but if you are able, try to keep extra cleaning supplies on hand, uh, stock up bit by bit. I had been because for someone with a compromised immune system, I, I still am worried about catching the flu. Um, I cannot have the chicken pox vaccine. I can't get the flu vaccine very often. Um, anyone with a compromised immune system knows exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to situations like this. If you have a compromised immune system and you get certain vaccines, they can in turn attack your, your immune system will attack yourself. And it makes you very, very sick. And if you don't have insurance, I don't have insurance. It can cost you a lot of money in the long run. So I was already stocking up on gloves and, and you know, getting filters for my face mask. But I wasn't prepared to use my face mask as much as I did the last two weeks because I ran out of supplies. My very last day at work, I ran out of filters. And it was emotional and scary because I didn't know that wasn't going to be my last day of work until later that evening, which it was kind of a relief because I don't have more filters coming for my mask until like the 9th of April now because the order is so backed up. I tried to order it at the beginning of March and I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't get my filters. They canceled my order and gave me my money back. And so I tried, so I went in again. And I just kept trying until it finally went through week before last. Week before last, and then it's finally going to get here between April 1st and April 9th. So if you are trying to order a mask online to have the N95 filters, if you're getting a plastic one, that you can slide the N95s in, that is great, but don't be, but be prepared to have to wait a little while. Um, that is why I am sewing masks. And another thing is, if you are making a mask or sewing a mask, something I want to stress to you guys as much as possible on the masks is I said I made an error the other night, and I have the hiccups still. Why? I made an error the other night and I said to put the paper mask on and then your cloth mask on or put the paper mask up inside the cloth mask for, as an extra filter. But this is, I got to thinking about it a little bit more, guys. And what I'm going to suggest to you is, is wear the cloth mask and put a PPE, a paper, the disposable mask over it um that way when that ppe starts to get moist you can throw that one away and just put a new one on over your regular cloth mask um, i hope that makes sense um, and i feel like that would be a little bit more sanitary and a little bit more filtration for our nurses and our healthcare. and if someone in healthcare listens to me and was just like you're bonkers you're wrong they need to put that paper mask under the cloth mask okay, fine, then I will 100% apologize and correct myself one more time. So, 
uh, as we're nearing the end of this, because we are at 39 minutes, so I have about five more minutes left to talk, don't forget to check the tire pressure in your car, uh, in your tires. <laughs> it's late. I couldn't sleep, so I decided to make this podcast. So don't forget to check the tire pressure in your tires. Check your oil. Check your power steering fluid. Check your transmission fluid. Uh, check your coolant. Um, let's see what else. Ooh. I can't think of too much else, guys. It is late. This is doing exactly as I hoped it would and get me sleepy, and it is. Um, let's see, anything else I can stress? Does anyone have a car question? Anyone that's watching? Not you, Dad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. You can ask. It's fine. Um, also, um, just one more time, just one more reminder that, uh, at 8... 30 p.m. tomorrow night at McAllister Hospital. Stay in your car, but they will be having a praise, prayer time at the hospital. I am not going to get emotional. I am going to get emotional. Okay. <laughs> so if you are able and you are healthy, stay in your car and join everyone for the prayer at the hospital tomorrow night. The best way that we can help our healthcare providers and the best way that we can help everyone around us I know it's really difficult. I'm going cra I've only been home a week. I've only been home a week, and I'm going crazy. Um, but I would do it much longer if it meant that this... That... Let me rephrase that. Good Lord. Who gave Julia a podcast? Oh, she hired herself. Uh, I did. I did do that. Okay, so... Rephrase with this. To help our healthcare providers, to help the people at Walmart, to help everyone. And I'm going to get emotional. I know it's really hard that you want to go see other family, even in town. I know that you want to go to the nursing homes, that you want to go see grandma or grandpa. <laughs> that you want to go to these places, but I cannot stress this enough. Do not, do not go and see people immune compromised right now do not even if you're healthy do not go out and about to bars or clubs or anything like that this virus is killing people and it's killing people very very quickly and to watch and to just see what I saw before I left the hospital the other day because that's that's where I'm a barista at it was very emotional for me to to leave because I knew it was for my own safety. I know that, but I'm just like, I just wanted to take everyone home to a safe place and I couldn't because that's their job and they're on the front line. And so guys, I'm going to say it a billion times and I don't care. Stay home, stay home, sanitize, clean everything, clean your cars, clean your car door handles, clean the, uh, The fuel door, sanitize it, sanitize the knob on your gas cap, sanitize the gas station handle before you pick it up, try not to use public restrooms if you don't have to, 
Um, and I can't think of anything else because I feel like I'm just going to be lecturing you guys and you guys don't want to hear a lecture. You want to hear about, hopefully, you want to hear about what I'm doing to my car and how I'm working on my car. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to take this opportunity to lecture for a little bit longer, like two minutes longer. And I will tell you guys that we are going to get through this. This community in McAllister has been so amazing. As far as I know, I haven't heard too many terrible, terrible things. Uh, as far as any type of thieving or vandalism, because I know there were some dangers with truck drivers getting uh, full shipments stolen, which breaks my heart. Because guys, our our law enforcement, our health care, the truck drivers, our grocery workers anyone in retail that is considered essential right now just try to be as decent of a human being as possible it is not that hard everyone this is affecting everyone it is not just affecting you it is not just affecting people at the hospital it is affecting everyone and how we are going through our lives it is hard for me as a mom that my son is not going to get to finish the sixth grade. I know he is missing his teacher so much. Um, a huge shout out to everyone at Krebs School and just a big thank you real quick to Krebs and McAllister and any other school districts in this area that are handing out free food and free lunches for the kids. That is a huge relief for a lot of parents because that is extra money that has to go towards groceries that they we're not prepared to spend guys nobody was prepared for this but we can still slowly prepare for the next week or the next day if we have to take it at that pace all i ask is that people do it smartly i know for me when i got on the podcast the other night you know i said i went to walmart and i wasn't gonna let my family go without <laughs> But it was emotional. It was so emotional at Walmart when people are, are pulling stuff out, pulling things out of your cart. And yeah, that was emotional, but that's not the worst I've heard. So it definitely wasn't the end of the world to be dealing with that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over my time tonight. <laughs> so... Yes, the mom in me is coming out tonight, not just talking about my car even though it's precious, um, just, uh, a few more things, and then I'm done for the night, guys, I promise, so, hello, Laura, thank you for joining, um, so just a few things, again, change, check, hmm, change your oil every so many thousand miles, I forgot how many, um, check your fluids, sanitize your fuel door, Sanitize your gas cap. Sanitize the handle at the gas station. Try not to use public restrooms. Try not to leave your house at all, really, to be honest. Uh, you know, clean out that junk drawer. Uh, play a Nerf gun war with your spouse or your kids. Uh, read a new book. Just, you know... For most of us who are addicted to Pinterest, we're probably going to be pretty okay through this because we're introverts and we just like to stare at Pinterest all day and find lots of Pinterest projects. 
said subjects. Pinterest projects. Huh? To do. Well, now you have the time to procrastinate them even longer. It's a win-win, guys. All right. So, hope y'all have Disney Plus and Netflix because that's about what I'm going to do while I go to sleep tonight. Um, we'll see a few more things. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the truckers, the healthcare workers, our local law enforcement, anyone who is essential. I cannot thank you enough for still showing up to your job and doing what you do every single day, even though it's super, super scary right now. I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you to all of the doctors and nurses, and thank you to Dyson for making ventilators. And don't forget, for all of us locals here in McAllister, uh, there's still a few restaurants open that are doing uh, to-go orders only. Rosanna's, a huge shout-out to them again. And let's see, 8.30 tomorrow night at the hospital. And I will catch you guys in a few late in a few later. <laughs> I will catch you guys in a few days. I will not go back and watch this live train wreck. Oh, this is awful. I don't like to be on camera. I like to just talk to this thing right here. See it, see it, see it. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty. No one sees my face when I'm talking on that and posting it to Spotify, never listening to it again. Okay, I'm done for the night. I'm going to sleep. Um Oh yeah. Okay, fine. I didn't say it at the beginning, but I will say it now. This is Julie. Julie in the red. Julie Fleeman. Jeep girl. If you don't know what that is by now, go back to like my first or second episode in my podcasts on Spotify and you will find out what that means. I love you all. Sleep well. Stay home. Stay safe. Sanitize everything.